Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? Ugh. Achoo! Moo? No, don't worry, I've not travelled through a creaky door, sneezed at all the dust before blowing a trumpet, confusing a cow and making the crowd angry. I only do that sort of thing on a Saturday. I was just playing Uproar, the very funny game of silly, silly sounds from Macmillan. It's a super simple but incredibly fun play, suitable for anyone of any age at all, as long as you can read, match words, and most importantly, make amazing noises like surprised cat, meow, or bubbles, or, um, twit twoo. Can you, uh, can you guess what that was? Yeah, that's right, a sad owl. Twit twoo. Oh, wait, that wasn't me that time. I am a sad owl. Oh, no, why are you sad? Because I'd like to have a go at funny noises, too. Oh, okay, go on, then. If you go to macmillan.fun and use the code CC4K, you'll get a fancy 10% off the brilliant opera game. Um, what sound effect was that? Rubbish podcast host. Oh... As the sad owl, who is rubbish at sound effects, says, head to macmillan.fun and have a look at any of their brilliant, very funny games, including the wonderful uproar. And if you're listening to this podcast, you can use the code CC4K to get a whole 10% off. Woohoo! I'm a happy owl now. You are listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense. Hello and welcome to Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast suitable for all ages from... ...to... ...and everything in between. No, it's not. Shush you, look. I'm very sorry, everyone. I'm having a bad hair day. My hair is being really, really bad. I'm going to hide your keys. <laughs> Stop it. Have you ever had a bad hair day? Often people say, oh, I'm having a bad hair day. But then when you check, the hair's just a bit messy. No one really cares. Whereas I'm having a bad day because my hair is doing this. I'm going to mess up the cutlery drawer so knives are where the spoon should be. <laughs> it's so bad. Stop being so bad or I'm going to go get my hair cut. Well, then I'll be free and out in the wild and I'll make sure I attach myself to people's T-shirts so they get itchy and then I'll make a cat sneeze. Ugh, he's the worst. I think it's my fault for not washing my hair yesterday. Maybe I should wash it now or get nits so that they really annoy it or maybe just put so much hair wax in it that my head becomes a candle or a crayon and not hair at all. Yeah, you just try it. It'll go in such a mess that people will point at you when you go outside and say, ah, oh, look at that messy hair. Yeah, I mean, that's that's not that bad, is it? Out of all the things you've said, it will be that bad. No, I doubt it. 
Well, I'm sure I've got a comb around here somewhere. I'll just need to comb the room to find it. Linda! Have you seen my comb, Linda? Linda! Wait, how can I comb the room to find it if I haven't got one? Oh, I need to brush up on my hair skills. Except I haven't got a brush either. Or I did, but all the farting geese made it into a nest. I know. No fast moves or I'll go to the toilet and not flush afterwards. Oh, no, that is actually the worst. Oh, ah, there it is. Ha ha ha. Take that. Wait, I'll be good. I found my hat. Yeah, uh, that should help till I can find my comb. But before I do that, um, this is the very last week of our competition to win a game of Uproar, the very fun game of Silly Sounds from Macmillan. I've had two brilliant entries sent in this week. Um, this one is from, I'm going to try and pronounce this properly, but it is a very tricky name. And uh, they are also, I mean, I can't even work out this number, 1,321,334,342,435 turtle years old, which I believe is the same as being minus four and a half, but I could have my turtle year maths wrong there. So anyway... They have sent in their impression of noisy eating. And, well, I mean, this is some very noisy eating indeed. Have a listen. Wow, I have no idea what you were eating then. Um, I'll just call you Mumina Chivinapavum for short. Um, but, I mean, by the sounds of it, it could have been gravel or a car. I mean, I hope you had a side of vegetables or that is going to be a very difficult poo the next day. Mumi Mumi Blah Blah also sent in this brilliant joke. Doctor, doctor, people think I'm invisible. Ah, a ghost. <laughs> Brilliant. I love it. And also it makes me wonder what happens when ghosts go to the doctor, because that has to be pretty tricky, doesn't it? Especially if they say, like, can you look into the problem? And the doctor would have to say, well, I can't look into it as I can see right through you. That is it's very hard. Um, and then uh, then we've also had uh, these sounds from Sir Goose Bagel Third, who sent in his impression of a whale song, which he somehow did despite being a goose. It's quite incredible. Hello, and this is my impression for the entry of the competition. So this is my whale song impressions. A whale song, like a whale singing a song, is... I'm a whale. I'm a whale and I like singing songs. And a whale song, like one you would hear is Thank you so much, Sir Goosebagel, for that fantastic impression of Whale Song. Uh, I particularly like the song that the whale sings, and I hope that that will be released at some point, as there just aren't enough tunes out there by giant sea mammals. So, uh, Sir Goosebagel and Mumina Thingy Whatevers, you have both won a copy of Uproar, though you do need to get your blundering bouncy castle faces, I'm sorry, grown-ups, to send me your postal address so that we can send you a game. Please do that, um, if obviously you have postal addresses being a goose or a Mumina Duba, what's it? Um, so, that still leaves a game to win for sending in a toddler tantrum impression and an impression of a saxophone. And the last one, the last competition, is for an impression of a cowboy. So, get your blundering bouncy castle faces to help 
help you record those and send them into podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And you could win a game too. Also, uh, that email right there, the podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk one, that is there for you to send in any questions you might need answering on this show, any jokes you want to like get me to read out, or any tips for dealing with bad hair days too. <laughs> Shush hair. Um, don't forget as well we're doing a Radio Nonsense Live at the Southbank Centre in London on October the 26th so that's right in half term in England yes I know lots of you aren't in London or even in England so um, hopefully if this one goes well we will try and do more live shows hopefully nearer to you like in your fridge or on your teacher's desk I'm sure they won't mind um, anyway your grown ups can grab tickets to Radio Nonsense Live at southbankcentre.co.uk or in the link in the podcast blurb um, and as you know you can find all our other live Comedy Club for Kids shows with lots of the comedians you hear on these shows at comedyclubforkids.co.uk and grab our t-shirts and book at comedyclubforkids.store oh and also I've got one other thing to tell you this week shush just shush bad hair I um if any of you watch the TV show Hey Dougie uh, I don't know how many of you out there watch it some of you might be a bit too old for that um but my first episode that I have written of Hey Dougie is on the BBC iPlayer this week and on CBeebies on Thursday the 15th of September at 7.05am and I wrote an episode called The Accessory Badge so um I hope you enjoy it I was very very excited that that's out there now and been brilliantly animated and it is lots of fun no look all right i'm gonna find a comb or possibly just a bigger hat or knight's helmet and while i do that you all listen to this most importantest bit your hair is the crowning glory and deserves the best of care Yes, on today's Radio Nonsense, it is the return of the magnificent Ada Camp, also known as Ada Ada, who's twice been to Grenada, Ada, the 92nd Grandmost Waffleness, and as all of our friends who speak Japanese know her, Shirato Nirazaberi Ofuku Kanosho. But of course, all of our listeners will know you as the world's greatest knee singer, the mind behind the incredible machine that refuses to answer anything at all, and of course, for winning a record-breaking 39 Emmys for your role as a penguin in David Attenborough's Back in the Waddle. Um, Ada, it is a delight to have you back on the show. How are you doing? Oh, good. I'm so thrilled you've done your research. It's a treat to be back. How lovely. Hello, Tin, and how are you? Yes, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I, uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm not as awake as I should be. I've only had 400 coffees this morning, and so not my usual 403, and so <laughs> slightly tired. I've had six. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what size? What size do you have? Those tiny little weenie coffees or those giant? I have the weenie ones that are incredibly strong. Wow! Not the very huge ones that have no coffee in them at all and are just brown milk. Yes, that's what I have. I have one giant coffee, but it's only got one dot of coffee in it, and then I have four hundred of them. Normally four hundred and three. See, that uh, would I, just make me want to go to the toilet all the time. It does, yeah, it does. But yes. then that keeps me awake because I don't want to fall asleep and wee myself. Oh, that's true. No, I have lots of little coffees, which uh, store up and then make me go to the toilet all at once. It's very exciting. Oh, that's wow. That's very powerful. It's like sort of rocket fuel. Like I, I like to think so. I don't want to brag about it, but I like to think so. <laughs> <laughs> that is very, wow, that's very exciting. Maybe I should try that. I've Maybe I should sort of change. I'm always a bit scared to change things that are routines, you know, like my routine of 403 coffees, but maybe I should. Well, you could try, darling, and if it doesn't work, you don't have to tell anybody that it didn't work. You don't have to do it live on Instagram. Don't, don't I? Is that, do you not have to oh, do, do you, that? Do you do it live on Instagram? As normally, I do everything live on Instagram. I basically sort of just leave Instagram on and people see me brush my teeth. People see me sort of oh, well. fart after dinner. It's, it's all like live. Is, is, that not, is that not what you meant to do with it? Oh, I don't know. I just use Instagram for filming little doggies and... I found oh. Stick Lady Love at the Latitude Festival. She'd struck out on her own, 
last weekend. Right. She stick stick man had finally made it home to the family tree and the stick children three. I found stick lady love with a small brown cape around her, obviously trying to find herself at Latitude Festival. And I filmed a bit of that for Instagram, but I haven't oh, posted it yet. I didn't nice. offer a coffee. That's a shame, really. I should have done that. Hang on, can I just check? Because you often film small dogs, but you found stick stick lady love. Yes. Does she get bothered by small dogs? Because I'd have thought if you're a stick, you, you know, part of your problem is that, that small dogs are going to chase you all the time. Well, I think, but if you're a stick man, you see, you run around like an idiot. Okay, I can't get home to my tree. Why did he leave? There are many questions I have about that book. Where So he was running around drawing attention to himself, you see, going, chase me, chase me. Yes. Which is why, the, you see, where a stick lady love was wearing a cape and trying to find herself at a festival in the Zen area. So she wasn't oh. really attracting any attention to herself. I would have, I really would have missed her had I not almost stumbled over her on my way to the coffee hut. Right, yes. Yes, I mean, you, you make a good point there, actually, because dogs don't just sort of chase tr- like sticks that are hanging on trees doing their own thing, do they? They only sort of go for sticks that are being thrown. So Yeah, exactly. You'd have to give a lot of coffee to a dog for it to just go chasing branches, essentially, that are attached yes. to trees. I yeah. wouldn't give a dog a small coffee. I think that would be... Because then it would just explode from one end. It would be awful, wouldn't it? Do you think it would? Do you think it would explode? Yeah, in a sort of dog poo flurry. Like, in it, I it would have too that. much energy... And and at the other end would be dog poo flurry. It's, it sounds awful. It's a terrible idea. I take back everything I've just said about <laughs> the dogs and the coffee. Don't give coffee to dogs and make them think the branches are, are moving. That's a very odd. <laughs> that is, it's a terrible... But don't take back everything. I think your stick survival tactics are super... You know, if we've got any sticks listening to the show, I think, you know, you're very right in that the tip is that they've just got to be kind of zen and chill and, and that'll, that'll help them out. And wear a cape. Yes. Yes. I mean, that's just good advice for life, really. Wear a cape. Yeah. Is Would you recommend listeners who aren't sticks, if they've got trees near them, is it a good idea for them to put small capes on all of the sticks to help those sticks out? I would say yes. Mm. I mean, I don't want to assume that every stick wants to wear a cape. Mm. But I think if you, you know, if you approach a stick with a cape and ask nicely, they can't really take offence at it, can they? No, that's true. That's true, isn't it? Do you does it does it replace the leaves, or do you have leaves and a cape? Like, what's the kind of fashion? Now, I would say more is more, yeah, and that yeah. you should have leaves and cape combo if at all possible. <laughs> but that's just me. That's just me. I mean, you know, I have to say, and I, I, you know, if if you if you were a stick aider, I would imagine that you'd be the most fabulous stick we'd ever seen with this sort of I headdress would try. of leaves I would and a big try. cape. Yeah. Yeah, I'd want a bit of blossom. I'd try and cling on to mm. my blossom for yeah. as long as possible. A few yeah. sort of sparkly bugs on the shoulders, or oh, a lovely a green bug, mm. maybe, or a lovely moth, a sort of interestingly coloured moth to tickle yes. me up and yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Some of those moths look so furry that yeah, because you're not you're not meant to. I think some of them might, might make you itchy or something. You're not meant to touch. There's warnings about certain moths. Uh, I don't know. Like, well, that's good. You should ask for consent before you start yes. touching well, moths. That's, that's very true. That is very true. And so, but but I think they do look like they could really tick. Like they'd be quite tickly. Is what I was going to say. I think so. Yeah, yes. especially if you were a stick. Yes. You'd be smaller, wouldn't you? Or you might yeah. be bigger. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, Some trees are huge. Yeah. That's yeah we've true. got quite you... philosophical now. <laughs> have you ever when i was little we went to america which is a small country in the ocean i think you heard of it it's like a little tiny little tiny country it's very pretty and um, we went to america and we we went to where the big redwood trees are and you could drive through one of the trees which was just bonkers through a tree yeah and was the tree still alive 
Yeah, they just sort of made a little tunnel through because it was so big. The that's tree didn't cool. even care. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, well, in that case, I think you could you could do sticks, moths, everything, capes, fairy lights, solar-powered bananas, whatever you like on that tree, just to add to the general gigantic ambiance. We don't have that in South London. Not, not no. that I've found yet. I will say that. We've got a lot of squirrels and some parakeets, but I haven't seen any trees you can drive through. That's tremendous. Well, but are you sure? Because, you know, because there are places you can drive through and there are tunnels. Have you double-checked to make sure they aren't just massive trees? I'll be honest with you, I have not double-checked that. Right, because there's a chance, you know. I didn't even check it once. I just assumed. Wow. Yeah, I know, I'm rubbish. Wow, wow. I mean, rubbish. I, it's not like you. I, I, I expect, I, I'd expect of you to sort of check these sort of things. But... Oh, you see, no, it is a bit like me in real life. Sometimes I check things, other times I just assume them and push <laughs> on through. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, well, I mean, well, you know, maybe you should check. Have, have you ever gone through... Any of those tunnels and seen, for example, some squirrels having their tea or some very confused wood lice or, you know, any of those sort of things in the tunnel, because then there are chances that you've driven through a tree instead. Well, you see, I try and keep my eyes on the road when I'm driving through tunnels. Yes. So there is that part. Mm. Uh, so definitely no to the wood lice. But I, a lot of those tunnels are very full of grog and slime and scum and yeah. things. I, I think, actually, if a squirrel was having its tea in a tunnel like that, its tea would be covered in stuff that yeah. it wouldn't want in its tea. Unless it was a sort of gothic, goth squirrel, and it wanted dirty tea. Yeah. But that's quite, it's quite a feat to go all the way to a tunnel, set up a tea tray, wait for enough carbon monoxide to pollute your water. Yeah, no, I wouldn't do it. I'd, no. I'd, I'd just have a coffee. Yeah, that is, it doesn't sound... Doesn't it doesn't sound great? And in fact, you've made me quite worry about the tree that you drive through because there must be lots of creatures that are now like, "Hey, I wanted a nice tea, and now I've got a grotty tea." Yeah, see, I was with Comedy Club for Kids at the Latitude Festival very recently, and I got some lovely spring rolls from a beautiful Vietnamese store. Lovely. Oh, wow. And there was so much dust flying around. The moment they give me my sauce for my lovely spring rolls, there was already dust and straw in the sauce. Oh no! And it wasn't sold as. Sweet chilli sauce with dust and straw. It no. came immediately. And that was at a festival. So I imagine in a tunnel, mm. there must be so much stuff going into your, into your liquids that it, you really have to want it to be there, I would say. Mm. That's true. I mean, I suppose, though, that the nice thing at the festival is by adding dust and straw to your sweet chilli sauce, that meant it was not only suitable if you wanted to eat it, but also if a horse wanted to eat it. Well, you know, it's a very sort of small catering. horse. Yeah, well, there's, there, are, there are some really small ones, aren't there? Like really tiny. But also it was proof against lying because if somebody said, if I'd gone to somebody and said, I was at Latitude Festival and I'd been lying and they had been at Latitude Festival, they would have known that unless I was covered in dust and straw, I hadn't really been. Right. And so I could prove, therefore, that my spring rolls had come from Latitude Festival because they were covered in dust and straw. And uh, I actually, before I could see a tiny horse, I munched them up. They were oh. delicious. Yes. So how do you prove you've been there now if you've already eaten them? Because I my car that's... is covered in dust. And oh, straw. okay, that's that's all right. That's okay. I was worried. I was I was worried. I thought the way you suggested that you'd have to carry around those spring rolls for the rest of your life in order to prove that you'd you'd been there, like little pets. Hmm. Oh, yeah. that'd be sweet. It would be quite nice. They'd be yeah. little identical. They'd be like my what are quintuplets. <laughs> I'd like to see a tiny leash on a small spring roll. It'd be rather lovely, around. wouldn't it? Maybe I could sort of Velcro them to a miniature skateboard and pull them around with me. 
this is well, this is a delightful idea. I regret I, eating them now. I, well, <laughs> I regret me, you giving uh, giving this show tips about putting uh, googly eyes on on uh, fruit and veg. I believe was a tip a while ago. Yes, and I was I just thinking like of that. This is an upgrade to yeah. uh, perhaps a, a small leash and a tiny skateboard on some spring rolls. Yeah, I think it would be lovely actually to go up with spring roll chums. Yeah, <laughs> it would. It would. Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, I'll have to wait till next year. Go back and get some more. Then yes. we'll try it. I promise. I'll take a photo if I remember. Right. Well, that, I mean, we'll, we'll, you know, maybe all the listeners says we can all bother you around that time. Oh, and, please uh, bother me. Yeah. And I'll remember to buy a tiny skateboard and uh, some Velcro, and I'll take the spring rolls on a little dusty trip around Latitude Festival. It is that is lovely. <laughs> I, I I think it's a it's a wonderful idea, and it's. I mean, I just I just should just double check that spring rolls. I I don't think you have to do. I don't think you have to have them in spring. I'm pretty sure you can have them in other seasons as w- as well. Do you know what I saw yesterday, Tinan? Mm. I went into my local pound land. Oh yeah, and there were they were selling Happy Easter bags. What? And now this is the summer. Yeah, this is the yeah. summer, but they were selling. There isn't like another Easter, is there? Is there like a? a... Well, I was wondering that. I was wondering. Yes, well, maybe Easter. Easter was very late this year, and I missed it. Well, maybe maybe you could just because. Yeah, that's um. Maybe they could have a sort of ne- another one in the summer that had like ice cream eggs or something. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Easter part two. Yeah. The that cold version. Yeah, I like. You know, because well, I always think there should be more than one pancake day because I like pancakes. And well, I, I, I like four pancakes on Pancake Day. You know, you could have as many. You don't have to have one tin, and you could have yeah. as many as you like. <laughs> right, okay. Oh, I thought it was pan- Pancake Day, not Pancakes Day. No, it's Pancakes Day. Oh, my but goodness. If you're in my house, it's eat as much pancakes as you can and then fall over with a hurty tummy day and then uh, still go back for more. Well, well, I'll tell you what I do do, though, because I, I realise that, like, a pancake is the size of a pan, but if you use, like, a bigger thing to make one in, like, a wok, you can make a wok cake and then it's massive. You just said doo-doo. <laughs> did, did I? Did I say doo-doo? Yes. You said, I oh, tell no. you what you can doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were not talking about any naughty words. On it's not point. poo cake day. I'm not I'm not taking part in poo cake day. Oh, that's no, fine. That's, you said that's horrible. just doo-doo, doo-doo cake day. Doo-doo, doo-doo, in a wok. Cake day. In a wok. <laughs> just don't, if you're on a city show, please don't doo-doo in a wok and make it into a cake because <laughs> it will be disgusting. And it's not don't what anyone it. wants. Don't, don't do, do, it. do, do it. No, do, don't, don't do don't it. Don't do, do, just do, do, do it. Do it. Oh, wow. And then cover it all in maple syrup. <laughs> oh, goodness. Wow, that is horrible. That is really horrible. But probably quite easy to do after six of those little coffees. Yeah, thought. it's very, yes, actually. Surprisingly yeah. easy. Yeah. Well, well, listen, AJ, it's, it's such a delight to have you back on the show. I'm so pleased that you had time for us in between, uh, you know, your, your hay spring rolls um, and, and your, you know, meeting sticks with capes on. And, yeah. um, you know, you, you've done the show a number of times now, so I'm, I'm aware that we, we've asked you this question before, but I do have to go through the admin because it's just something that has to happen. Them's the yeah, rules. Yeah, sure. I don't no mean, I have made them, but I also don't make them. It's very complicated. Okay. I understand. But, you okay. know, the first one that I have to ask you, which, which you have done before, is, you know, it's an audio podcast. Our listeners, as I say, every time they listen to it with their ears, they might listen to it with their knees or their bums. We don't discriminate. However, they right. want to listen to it. That's no, fine. very good, very good. Yeah, we're nice like that. And so I, I just wanted to double check if, if you had a favourite noise uh, that you would like to make. For I just made podcast. that noise. I like to make favorite? that noise. No, it's very... Not my favourite. I like to make it infrequently and at unexpected yeah. moments. Wow. You may hear it again. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but it's not my favourite noise. No. Right. Okay. But it was, I mean, it was quite a nice noise. 
yeah. found it quite pleasing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's sort of vaguely tuneful. As, yeah. As tuneful as a very short noise could be. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, well. Aside from that lovely noise uh, that happened there, um, what, yeah. what's your other? What's your other noise? Um, I'm making a noise. This might be a bit loud. Okay. Ha <laughs> Wow! Wow! That was amazing. That was a brilliant Thank noise. Thank you. That was fantastic. And and is that is that a that I mean? Because now to me that is not just a happy laugh. That's a victorious laugh. Yes, very, very well picked up on you. I love that you appreciate the subtleties of that sound. It is victorious and occasionally vindictive. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's not, it's not villainous. It didn't sound villainous to me. No, I'm going to have to work on that because I'm playing a villain in Panto later in the year. So I have to work on an evil laugh. Oh, but no, you're not. A... Oh, yes, I am. Oh, no, you're <laughs> not. <laughs> that's enough of that. That's enough of that. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Um, it's, it's, I, I should because some of our listeners. So if our listeners are in the UK, they'll know what panto is. And our listeners who aren't in the UK, I should explain that panto has got nothing to do with pants, has it? Maybe it does. Well, I'll be wearing pants, I hope. You'll be wearing pants, right? So that there are some pants. In there will it. be pants in the show. Maybe yeah. not on the show, but in show. Yeah. But instead, it's like a brilliant, fun show where you have to say, "This behind you," and yeah, boo, and, and, boo like and stuff like that. And I'm going to be playing Queen Rat, which wow. means I get a tail. I'm so excited about the tail. Wow! And I spoke to the people at the theatre, and they said, "Ada, do you think you can be evil? Because I'm such a lovely person. I mean, I'm a bit odd, but not in a horrid way normally." Mm. They said, "Can you be evil?" And I said, "I think all the evil will be in the tail." So I'm very wow. excited about that. That's amazing, and th- and that's the laugh that Queen Rat is going to have. Well, I'm working on it. If you think it's got potential. Mm, of course. <laughs> it's great. It's really Thank good. You. I love it. It's a fantastic laugh. I always, yeah, I've always wanted like a really sort of, um, sort of maniacal laugh. Like, <laughs> I've always wanted one of those. And I don't, I can't do that naturally. Like I have to, you, you can, know. Well, you just did it naturally. You didn't do it artificially. No, that was, that was, it was, yeah, I'd, I'd sort of pretended to do it then. It wasn't really. Maybe you like need it. to encounter more enormous sort of shocking or amusing things. Yes, that's true. I think, I think now I can only do that laugh if I've sort of created a device to destroy the world, like, which I haven't done yet. I don't really want to, but I think the only way I could get that laugh, do you know what I mean? It, I mean, you've got like, a small child, haven't you? And climate yeah. change is an issue. Yeah. But that's a long game. You'd have to be maniacally laughing for a long time. Yeah, it's quite it is quite tricky. That yeah, um, yeah. I'll have to think about it. I mean, I need. Do you do I... all your recycling correctly every week? Oh, I do. You know what? I think so, but it's quite confusing because there's lots and lots of different bins, mm. and one of them's like for dry recycling. One of them's for wet recycling. One of them's for rubbish. One of them's for any sort of unwelcome strangers. Uh, yeah. One of them's for the people who put those leaflets through your door. Yeah. Um, one of them's for uh, parakeets. One of them is for um, I think it's just for biscuits actually. It's, but Same there's lo- there's lots. You know, ones for unicycles. And so yeah. I, sometimes I get confused. And so what you're saying is I could. If I put something in the wrong bin, I can then go. <laughs> I yeah, start small, yeah. but make make it regular. Yeah. It's a hab- about forming habits. If you can do a habit, you have to do it regularly. Mm. So if you do at least one, you know, every week when you're doing your, your multiple bins, yeah. then if you haven't got one wrong, you've got it just in case you got one wrong in the past and didn't do any maniacal laughing. Then you yeah. can just get used to the sound of it in your mouth. I think it sounds rather marvelous in your mouth. Well, that's well. well I, I love it. I mean, do you know what I think? I'll start tomorrow. I'm going to put a unicycle in the dry recycling bin. I'm going to see. Yeah, do it. And then do the that... laugh again. Do the laugh yeah. again. 
Yeah. And yeah, then as you yeah. do that, I will sort of hear you somehow over the ether and I'll go, ha, 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 ha. Ah, that's wonderful. Well, if, if we could send it, there must be others, perhaps some of the listeners who've got brilliant sort of maniacal, oh, yeah. but, but victorious, but, but slightly villainous laughs. And maybe we could kind of set off a chain. Like a, yeah, like great. A and put your whole body into it. I mean, the listeners can't see this, but when I do my big laugh, I put my arms out in both directions mm. and I really take up space in the yes. room. And that adds to the whole sense of fun with the whole thing. You have to use your whole body when you're laughing. Well, I mean, you can do sneaky laughing where you remain entirely still, but that, that isn't the sort of laughing we're talking about. I'm talking about big laughing. Ha ha ha! And have you got a gesture, Tina, for your maniacal laugh? Oh, I don't know, but it's, I feel like your gesture's pretty ultimate. Maybe I should need, need like, a... <laughs> so I think I you should be on tiptoes when you oh, do yours. So I off balance. <laughs> Maybe I should. <laughs> yes, that's good. Can I just ask, though, because I feel like, you know, you can't give sort of teaser trailers like that and say sneaky laugh and then absolutely not give us one. Could, could I possibly get a sneaky laugh? Wow. Well, that was, I mean, that was, that was fantastic. And for listeners, I just want you to know that Ada remained completely and utterly still during that. That was quite, that was I didn't, move, I didn't move a muscle. I didn't incredible. even blink. I was wow. a statue with a sneaky laugh. Well, I, I am honoured that we've had a preview of, of Queen Rat and I'm very excited. Where, where are you doing? Where's your pantomime? At the Theatre Chipping Norton, which is uh, somewhere near Oxford in the Cotswolds. Yes, yes. And they do, I think, I think they are always making chips there as well. I think that's that's right. Isn't oh, it? I hope so. I've got to spend three months there. I hope they're constantly making chips. Yeah, I, I should be constantly it's... buying chips if that's the case. Yes. Well, I, I hope I hope so too. Well, well, thank you, thank you for that. That I mean, what a fantastic <laughs> noise to have on this on this podcast. And um, the other thing that I have to ask you, of course, and and you know, again, you know this. You've been a regular guest on this show, but you know, it's a family show. It's it's a show for people of all possible ages. And um, can, can you imagine an age, Ada? Imagine an age. Yeah, just can you imagine an age? Yeah, I'm doing it now. I'm imagining an age. Can I can I ask which one? Neolithic. Oh yeah, yeah, perfect. It's totally suitable for Neolithic age. Also, any sort of it's not to sort of ninety nine hundred. Oh, I see onwards, a number. You know. No, you no, didn't but mean also, a period of time. Well, no, but also you know, were someone from the Neolithic age to listen into this podcast, I think it would be totally suitable for them as well, unless they were one hundred years old. Long story but if they were of any age from the neolithic age it's also suitable for them it's suitable for any age is what i'm saying apart from 12, 12 and a half yep absolutely suitable for 12 and a half four yep, yep. Mm-hmm. 6.27 yes definitely yep yep nine ish yep 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 all of these okay yeah. great i'm in yeah you're totally i mean you're totally on board with this and if all those ages were in the neolithic times also so it's totally I'm just saying it's totally so you, you weren't wrong, you know. Um, but, but are you saying I was right? Yeah, I'm saying you were right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, amazing. You absolutely that was the correct response. But but Thanks. because but because it's suitable for all those ages, I just have to check if there are any rude words that you won't be saying. I have to check that this show is safe for all of those ages. Well, there's there's one word I'm I'm going to try not to say. Okay. But I've been saying it a lot recently. Uh-oh. So I'm going to try not to say it, can, but can I've I, got to say it now. Yeah, well, so that's making it. the whole thing worse. Well, you don't. You, but you're going to only say it in order to tell us you won't be saying it. So if okay, okay. Is, yeah. I'm not going to say the word snake hips. Oh, whoa! Yeah, yeah no, don't. Wow, don't yeah. say snake hips. No, I will not. I would. I'm desperate to, but I shan't. <laughs> yeah, well, don't say. I mean, not least because. You know, I think it's quite unfair to snakes who who don't have hips. Uh, you know, and if they're listening to the show, 
They'll just feel jealous. They'll just feel like I can't That's wiggle. I don't want to upset any fictional snakes who might feel jealous. Well, exactly, exactly. So, you know, I think it's very important that we don't b- mention it. And, and also the complaints would just be horrendous. So, you know, I'm, I'm pleased to say snakes. Yes. Yeah. yes, they would be horrendous. Yeah, really horrendous. Like it doesn't really bear thinking about it. No, absolutely, absolutely not. I'm not. I'm not even going to. So you know, thank you for not saying snake hips. I won't say snake hips, and therefore we okay. know this podcast right. is safe for everyone from the Neolithic age uh, onwards. So yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you. yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, listen. The, the reason I've asked you back is, is you know, as you know, we, we get sent in questions by our listeners, and, and we've had this question in, and and I, you are, you are the expert that I need for this, really, because it's a big one. It's a big question. I don't. I don't know even where to begin. Um, and this question is from John the Chip. I don't know if John is from Chipping Norton. M- Ooh, possibly. Might possibly. be. <laughs> yeah. Hi, John the Chip. Yeah, he's a single chip. I also don't know. Assuming potato chip may also be a, a wood chip. You know, we, we don't oh, yeah. know. I don't know. Didn't specify. Well, that little cup from Beauty and the Beast. That's good chip, isn't it? Oh, crikey. This could be a famous a celebrity yeah. question. Yeah, this could be Chip's real name is John. John the Ch- Chip is a stage name. Do you know? I didn't even think about that. I, well, I'm honoured. I'm honoured yeah. that. Wow, That's what I John immediately assumed when reading this. I'm so pleased you listened to that. And you know, let us know if any of the other members of uh, the Beauty and the Beast group do do listen in. If Belle listens, mm. that'd be very exciting. What's the candle? Is it gas? Um, Lumiere. Lumiere. That's it. Lumiere. Lumiere's. One. So you know. Just John, I'm very grateful you've written in, but do you know? Do you let us know if any of the rest of the, of the group want to write in? Um, so, so this is from John the Chip, who says they are aged 47 and a half mouldy strawberries. Um, oh. Yeah, yeah, which is quite an age, really, to be mm. confusing yeah. time. But yeah, mm. yeah, um, it's the half that really does it for me, and you know, it's, it's good. I'm very pleased they've been very specific, and 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 at that age, obviously, when you're 47 and a half mouldy strawberries, you've got some important questions, and and John would like to know and i hope you're sort of sitting very comfortably for this only because it's a big question it's going to require some i'm slightly thinking. on a wonk is that oh, all right no. <laughs> well I, i'm just i'm worried you're going to fall off i won't fall off i'm teetering okay well it's bit it's a big question are you ready it's good for my core but are you you put the apple down and are you are you ready because my my worry is this is such a big question that if you're not fully sort of steady and ready for it it's going to Oh just get on with it get right, on with okay, it Okay all right from John the Chip age 47 and a half moldy strawberries Ada how many farts would it take to fill up a hot air balloon Well, well John the Chip age 47 and a half moldy strawberries it depends how long you want to fill it up for But I would say <laughs> I would say one long one. Wow. Yeah, if you're really wow. going for it. Yeah. There's, I mean, what you've brought up there is he didn't say fill it up to the top, fill it up so it floats. Yeah, or fill it up enough to carry on a journey. He just yeah. said fill it up. That's true, isn't it? That's, That's the thing, when you're a teacup, you haven't really thought about these things fully. Yeah. No, no shade to teacups. Yeah. I mean, a bit of shade to teacups. Well, I that... think one. <laughs> But a good one, one. a big one, a long, long fart. One of those ones where it feels very satisfying and where you can actively feel that your stomach's gone down afterwards. One of those. Right. And is that, would that be sufficient to perhaps float you away in your hot air balloon, do you think, then? Or is that just enough to fill it, you know, a certain amount? Well, I don't know. You see, if I had enough delicious, fresh bread... Made from the right sort of bakery, and then I assumed a suitably farty position. Mm. 
I feel confident that I could at least fill up a hot air balloon to teeter off the grass. Yeah. I don't know if I could get it. I don't know if I, I could get it all the way up in the air, but I could certainly fill up the balloon. And then I just might need to eat more bread, I think, and just have a second fart. But I'm not going to say anything daft like 972. I think sure. you start with one, but you make it a good one. Yeah, I mean, it's very fair. I, you know, I, I'm just sort of curious because, like, um, if you think of it, was it Phineas Fogg who travelled around the world in a hot air balloon 80 days around the world? I remember the, the cartoon with a lion in it. The yeah, listeners yeah. will be far too young to remember this. He made a, tortilla a chips as well, didn't he? I love those. Yes, yes, they were really... Well, I mean, I suppose I you travel around the world, you're going to learn how to make great, great tortilla chips. It, yeah, does, yeah. it does make sense. And they should it, do MasterChef in a hot air balloon. I'd watch that. Yeah, well, well, also because well, this is what I was going to ask. If you're on a long journey, you got to keep ref- refueling. But I suppose if there was MasterChef, you could keep making very farty, windy foods. Yeah, just keep, keep take a bread oven up with you. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, just because gluten. I don't know what when I was young, I could have as much gluten as I liked, and it made no difference to my windy areas. Now, I eat a lot of gluten, and I fart like a trooper. Yeah, me too. Me, I. Don't know what's I, happened. I I don't even really know what gluten is. I, I I'm assuming it's made of glue, maybe ten glues. I don't. I know. think this is what gluten sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> As yes. it goes into my stomach and builds up the fart molecules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is. Um, yeah, it's. But that's interesting because I suppose once you farted it out, you become gluten free. Yeah, I suppose so. And then the hot air balloon becomes gluten full. Yes. Yes. Well, this is what I also want to check is, you know, because hot air balloons deflate after a while. Do, do they just sort of, would you then get covered in stinky farts as you were letting the hot air balloon down? Well, doesn't hot air rise? That's the point, isn't it? Mm. That makes that's the whole point of it going up. So yeah. I don't know if it keeps rising or if it escapes from the balloon or if the fart gets cold and then descends upon you yeah. like a sort of farty fog. Yeah. And that would be horrid. Because then that would have turned to liquid and you'd have fart liquid on you. Oh, and it left no. you as a gas. So that would be awful. And then you'd have lakes of fart. And this whole thing is a disaster. Well, and also you'd be arriving in a new world where you've just arrived in your hot air balloon and you'd step out of your hot air balloon little basket covered in liquid in... farts. Yeah, and you'd have to pretend it was a new perfume. That it really was an eau de toilette or whatever it is. <laughs> you yeah, you'd have to say, in my place where I come from, you'd say... We all smell like this and it's terribly fashionable. And then and you'd have to lie. So people would secretly think they'd smell of poo. But you'd go, no, no, this is very fashionable where I come from. We all smell of poo. And then just hope that the poo smell would have left you as you went around your day. Wow. It's, I mean, it's, what's interesting is, you know, John the Chips just asked about a fart, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of issues around... It's not just filling up the hot air balloon with fart. It is also the impression you're making... On, on a whole different land. it's you may, you may be starting a perfume trend. There's a lot that can happen because of this. Are there ways you can make your fart smell nice, artificially or otherwise, before they leave your body? I know you can spray a room and yeah. make, a, make your farts, make the room smell of farts and perfume. Yeah. But is there a way of, could you perhaps spray, spray I can't speak now, spray perfume on your bottom so when yes. you fart, it, mind you, no, that would, because it would sting. That's not yeah. the thing at all. You'd yeah. have to wear perfumed pants, yeah. knickers, but then then that would diffuse the gas, and then you wouldn't get up in the air balloon at all. You'd just yeah. be lying there in perfumed pants on the ground, farting, which what frankly a... is not an adventure at all. To no, my, what, my what about a sort of perfumed, like sort of uh, horn or trumpet that you could fart through? 
a perfumed trumpet yes. you could fart through. Yeah. Now this is suddenly beginning to make sense to me. Right, yeah, yeah. And then and then you'd have nice smelling fart that powered the hyper balloon. And then when you landed, everything would smell of roses. Roses specifically? Well, no. I, I was just sort of... I was just thinking of the first nice smell. But it could. I suppose you probably get different flavoured, scented fart trumpets. Yes, like they do with vapes, for example. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes, you could smell of different things. You could arrive somewhere and go, hello, where I come from, we all smell of blueberries, which would yes. be a huge lie, but they wouldn't know. Then you go to another place and you go, hello, where I come from, we all smell of lavender, for example. Yes. Or new shoes or something like that. New shoes is a great smell. Yeah, that is lovely. a great smell. Or yeah. plastic. I love the smell of new plastic. I know it's very bad for the environment. You're like a new beach ball or something. You stick your yes. nose in that. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Is, love that it. That is very good. Love it. Those are very good smells. Very good. I just forgot. It's but you've reminded me. Yeah, I just forgot about the smell of new shoes and just how you go. Oh, it's more lovely. Then you put your feet in them and ruin it. Just yeah. ruin it in seconds. Mm. Wow. Well, I mean, I I feel like we we've developed. You know, because because hot air balloons have kind of just been hot air balloons for a long time now. No one's really kind of updated them or modernised them. Do they have Bluetooth? I I don't know if they do. I don't know mm. if they do. I don't think they have Wi-Fi. Um, I don't even think they have a buffet cart, actually, you know? God, that's mad, isn't it? It's ironic that they don't have Wi-Fi because they're in the air, surrounded by everybody else's Wi-Fi. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they have toilets. I think you just have to go over the edge, don't you? I think it's just, you know... Yeah, that's the other side of the eating all the bread section. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah, so, you know, there are... But, but I think, you know, what you're saying here is really, if we had a whole MasterChef slash bread oven on a hot air balloon... We've got a new way to fill it up, which isn't using gas or whatever it is that they normally burn. But I mean, it is using gas, but it's not using gas. Gas is using natural gas. Natural, natural gas. gas. That's it. This you you essentially created an environmentally friendly new form of flight. I used to live somewhere. I'm not going to say where because I want to be mysterious. But there was a pipe coming out of the ground that had gas coming out of it all the time, and it was methane gas. So sort of it smelled of poo constantly, and there was a little flame on top of it. And every time you drove past or walked past that area, the entire area smelled of poo. Wow. And I thought that was a very odd place to put an enormous sort of candle full of gas. <laughs> but thinking about that now, you could just do that, but with your bottom attached mm. to a hot air balloon. Yes. I think it would work. I, I definitely, I tell you what, I can't guarantee it would work, but I'd definitely be up for giving it a go if I had a nice enough baguette. Yes, well, I, you know, I hope... I hope you, you you find a nice. I hope you find a hot air balloon as well. I think I think that this is obviously you've got, you've got Panto coming up, but then after Panto and between the spring roll walking, I suppose it'd be something to something to do. There's a little hot air balloon I could slip my buttocks into the entrance of, <laughs> and munch a baguette or some sourdough or even a crumpet these oh days. Oh my goodness! Fart luxuriously into the hot air balloon and then just gently rise above the ground and see what was beneath me. It would be quite a Enchanting afternoon, I think. This sounds magical. I'll be honest. It sounds it does. Thank you, John the Chip. Yeah, it's a lovely. I mean, John the Chip has created a really lovely, wonderful image, and I, and I think possibly a goal, a life goal, for you as well. In, in our, I don't know if I go that far. Sure, sure. I think goal applies pressure on me. Sure. Yes, that's true. That's true. It's certainly, you do a life some um, pressure though. Otherwise, it won't. What's one down from a goal? It's, it's some. It's something to do. 
<laughs> a life something to do. A life something to do. This, yeah. I, this is definitely on the life something to do list. Yes. I'll say that point. now. I'm very happy to say that openly to you on this podcast. This is on the life something to do list now. Hooray! Well, well, <laughs> well I'm, I'm so excited. Well, you know, th- thank you for answering. Firstly, thank you for answering John's question. John the Chip, our famous, famous celebrity question yeah. asker. Th- thank yeah, you thank for you, writing John. in. And I hope that, the, that the, they're happy with your answer. And I mean, really, should be, because it was brilliant. Um, I've done know, my best. That's all I can do. Well, it's it's always wonderful. It's it's so lovely to have you on on the show. And have you got have you got a, a much much to do for the rest of your week? Have you got more sort of um, straw to eat in in sources? Uh, quite possibly. I'm off to another festival. I'm off to two more, fe- three more festivals oh in the goodness. next week. Wow. One is in Suffolk right. at the Museum of Food. So I'm hoping there'll be food. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Although it might be elderly food. It might be really old food. food. Yeah. Maybe it's just food, food you can look at. That's fine. Then I'm off to a deer shed festival, which is happening presumably in a deer shed. So I presume there'll be more Mm -hmm. straw in that. Mm -hmm. And I'm off to Edinburgh, to the Edinburgh festival, where there'll be Scottish dust and straw. So really, I mean, there's a lot to look forward to. Well, there's there's the fringe there, which I think is just hair, isn't it? I think it's just full of people with hair. I think it is, yeah. I I had a jacket with a fringe and that... That was sort of dangly, glittery bits. So maybe the Edinburgh Fringe is entirely dangly, glittery bits. And I, I actually, the prospect of that is thrilling. Well, it's, it sounds very exciting. Hopefully there'll be some sticks there in capes. And you can just have a, I hope you have a wonderful time. I mean, yeah. one, one pushes through, you know, with an optimistic eye to the future. And you never know what you might stumble across. Very exciting. Thank you so much, Tin. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> Choosing a becoming new style for you is the nearest thing to instant beauty. It was so great to have the fantastic Ada Camp back on the show. And I do hope, John the Chip, that you are happy with the answer to your question. And if not, may I suggest that you write any complaints onto a goat and then leave it near a troll and I'll never have to see them. Thanks. Ada is going to be playing Queen Rat in Dick Whittington, the panto at the Theatre Chipping Norton from the 16th of November all the way through to the new year. So if you're in that neck of the woods, leave the woods because you're annoying the squirrels and go and see Ada at the theatre instead. And if you have a question that needs answering, uh, you want to send in an entry to the uproar competition. We've got three more to give away. Um, uh, You have a joke that you want to tell me or anything else at all, then please get your blundering bouncy castle faces. I'm sorry, grown ups to help you email me at podcast at comedy club for kids and you can grab tickets to Radio Nonsense Live at the Southbank Centre on October 26th, which you can get at southbankcentre.co.uk. Come see our other Comedy Club Kids shows, which you can find at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. Uh, and grab a stinky hippo or Linda t-shirt at comedyclubforkids.store. Linda! Linda, have you got a Linda t-shirt, Linda? Linda? Ah, yes, yes, sorry, my bad hair day. Look, I hadn't forgotten about that. Um, I found my comb. One of the farting rhinos was using it as a fake moustache, which was very annoying. Anyway, I think I've got this. I just need to take my hat off. <laughs> you can't stop me. I'm going to be so bad that I'll push in front of someone when waiting for the bus. Oh, yeah? Well, take this. Comb, comb, comb. Ah, no help. Ah, no. Oh, hello. There you go. All neat and tidy now. Well, thank you. I'm very good hair now. No more being bad. No, no. I'm off to help an old lady cross the road and then do some charity work. Oh, that's great. How nice. Hang on. Off? No, wait, don't go. I don't want to be bald. Toodle pip. Oh, no. Well, that backfired. Guess I'm going to have to put my hat back on then. Ugh. Bye. You have been listening to Comedy Club for Kids Presents. Radio Nonsense.
nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, radio nonsense, it's the end.